Good morning, afternoon, evening, night, whenever the fuck you listen to us. I'm Paul, and I'm joined today with Connery. We have some bad news. Um, Logan, Logan will not died. be joining us. Yeah. Logan <laughs> is down in the mountains on vacation, so he's he has no service. Oh, yeah, he's down there in the... Uh, where Actually, where is he? Is he in the Appalachian? In the Appalachians? Uh, yeah, he's, uh, I think, in North Carolina, if I remember correctly. His home state, down in the home state of North Carolina. For somebody that never leaves his house for the most part, right? He just works. Works and plays video games. It's impressive. He needed it. He needed it. It's been like three years since he's been on vacation. I've been begging him to just get the fuck out of the house. Did you see the Snapchat that he put out? He was like, hey, guys, look, I found wild raspberries. And he's just, he's walking for like two minutes. And he's like, would you look at that? Wild raspberries. And I was like, this man's, it's noon, right? He's he's just going for a walk. Yeah. I would. I mean, you might as well enjoy it. Hammock, chillax, him and his girl have a nice little getaway. There's nothing better than that, for real. I want to do it soon myself, so everyone needs a little bit of vacay. I want to go to Hiking Hills. If I miss it so much. Yeah, no, there's some good ones here in Ohio. Good hiking spots, for real. Um, But before we get into that, anything else? What are you drinking on, my bud? Uh, Yeah, so Bush released a limited edition Bush Light Apple. Uh, it's actually pretty damn good. I've never had Bush Light Apple. It's been out for years. Uh, well, it says limited edition, so either they're liars. It's or... because it's the last year of them making it. Oh, well, hey, look, better late than never. <laughs> it's better than a Reds, I can say that. It still tastes like beer. Like Reds and those other ones, they taste it's a too cider. fake. Yeah, like cider and too sweet. No, this is this is really good. It literally tastes like they took piss, which is Bush, and then mixed it with oh, a little bit of apple whoa. juice. How dare you take that blasphemy at your mouth? Bush Light is great. If you're talking Coors about piss, it's called Keystone or PBR. Coors Light is better than Bush. Okay. And obviously, but a PBR on taps better than Bush. No, 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 sure. I disagree with you strongly. But you're I'm wrong. drinking. You're wrong. No, I'm not wrong. But I'm drinking uh, on bourbon, of course. Um, and I'm drinking on some peerless bourbon. So I'll switch it up a little bit today. Out of a mason jar, just going straight to your roots. What can I say? Looking like a fucking hill jack, like I am. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Did you? Got... Uh, did you? Do you? Do you watch uh, Rusty Ranks beers on YouTube or not YouTube? Uh, TikTok. I'm. I'm not. A, I'm not a beer guy. I am in. I am fully immersed in the bourbon community and bourbon cult, as you would say. This man has done something impressive, though. He literally takes a twelve pack, and it's definitely going to lead to alcoholism. It's already there, probably. He's in college. And he's like, welcome back to Rusty Ranks Beers today. I am picking up a 12-pack of beer, and I'm going to drink all of them and give you my thoughts. And he drinks four, and he gives you his thoughts. And then he drinks eight. And he's like, okay, I'm definitely at the tip of the iceberg here. And he keeps a monotone voice the entire time. And at the 12th beer, then he drinks them relatively quick. And he's tried a whole array of different beers. He, and he, my favorite is he's just he's looking into the camera, and he's just swaying back and forth. He's like, I've drank 12 of these beers. I'm pretty fucked up. But they're, they're, and he was like, it reminds Blurring me. his words. <laughs> and he just starts going into rampant stories. I really love Rusty Ranks beers. So shout out to you, Rusty. Uh, great shit. Uh, love, your, love your shit. Really do. I, I, I want to get on with you or you get on with us if you it hear this. It would be a fun time, but I want to get him into bourbon. That would be great. Here, chug this. He'd be fucked up after, after a couple of minutes. This is Rusty um, Ranks bourbon. I drink a, <laughs> I drink a butt barrel and give you my thoughts. <laughs> But we got one hell of an episode for you guys today. We have some discussions between me and Connery. Some things that happened to me this week that were unexpected. We'll go with that. But with that, let's roll that intro. Yes. What happened was we we got caught up in a drunk discussion, and then he burned the bacon. Where we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's it kind of seems like a win win win. Here's Gerald. Come <laughs> on, everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. You tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, a flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. Time on in. Discussions. The Eagle has landed.
All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Uh, thoughts and prayers to Biden. I heard he has the COVID, but it's okay. He survived the bubonic plague, so I'm sure he'll be all right. Um, but with that being said, Paul, you said you had a story. <laughs> okay, so I mean, for all the people that do know me, I can be a jackass, a and I had sucker. a yeah, I had a, a douche moment. I, it was not intended, right? Not in, not my intention to be a douche. Wait, were you like in a grocery store and you just rammed a child with your shopping cart and you're like, get out of no, my way, you little shit? No, this was worse. This was worse. I definitely, I hurt a friend. I consider her a friend. She works with me. Her name Miranda. I'm giving you a shout out. This is an apology to you anyway. She does listen. She loves the podcast. So um, regardless, I have to give some backstory to this first, right? I am sitting at my desk at work putting, you know, putting uh, a piece of equipment together and another coworker comes over and opens a binder. I see a card open. I didn't see the front of the card. The card was just open. Signatures already in it. I didn't. Here's my problem. I don't read. I didn't read it. I just assumed it was a birthday card. So I signed. Do you feel old yet? And signed it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll read you what the card says in a little bit. But later on, we're all at break. and. I asked Jared, I was like, did she get the card yet? He's like, yeah. And I was like, hey, I asked Marina, I was like, you get the card yet? Like, what'd you think? And she's like, yeah, like, what, what did you mean by that? Like, what the fuck? And I was like, do you feel old yet? Like, happy birthday. She's like, dude, my grandfather died. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Yeah, I, did, I felt so, I apologize so much. I really <laughs> did. I felt like the biggest, dude, everyone's losing their shit. And she honestly started laughing. And it was a great ordeal to it because it was the way it was. It was very funny as it came out. Like, I literally was in shock. What did the card but, say? Like, so I have this picture. I'll, I'll, I'll show you. They can't see it, right? Um, right. There, a bunch of signatures. You see Wait, that, wait, wait. Right? Put, no, put that back up. Hold on. I'll read it. it says, I did not read this part. And the worst part about it is I signed right above where it says this. Wait, Didn't let me see it. your signature real quick. Just real quick. Show me it real quick. <laughs> hold okay you it did says, hold on hold on it says thinking of you as you grieve this loss hoping beautiful memories will bring bring you comfort well this is a beautiful memory so miranda i'm so sorry crying <laughs> oh, I, everyone at work knows this story now because i'm i'm just a jackass who Oh, apparently hell, assumes and doesn't read shit wow that yeah. is legendary dude legendary <laughs> it doesn't uh, get better than that it really i lost it i was crying with tears and my abs hurt from laughing so hard from all of us because i genuinely did not read it and the best part is, is as i'm asking everybody she was walking around going like who signed this because i just did my signature not my name she's like what does it mean like do you feel old yet like what like who did this and i one of our other friends was like i think that was paul so they just assume like oh he's got a twisted sense of humor whatever and if i wouldn't have brought it up she probably would be pissed at me right now she's honestly probably a little bad at me still but no Marant, she can't i'm be. sorry That's so funny because of I... how just stupid you're what's funny what's worse yet is like i've definitely signed birthday cards like don't worry it only gets worse next year like just joking about age imagine if you put that the best part is now next year when it is her birthday i'm just gonna put my condolences <laughs> he just spit up his beer <laughs> bro <laughs> no yeah, I'm an asshole. So that's that that happened. That happened this week. Actually, what's worse is it happened today. I can't believe uh, that, dude. On a Friday, she's going into her weekend. Yeah. She's gonna think about it all this and, weekend. You know, go to the as funeral. Someone, as someone who's lost a lot of people this year, it really hurt me because she's I heard she was very close with her grandfather. I as I was with mine and my father and my uncle and everyone that I've lost. And I, it made me, it hurt me. I felt like an absolute piece of shit. And I am, I'm a piece of shit. What's uh, cool I, though, is it, the fact that a coworker got her that card after grandpa, grandpa passed shows a lot about who, who, and everyone you're working with. Right. Because they're absolutely. like, they care about somebody that well, oh, we, we don't do that shit. We don't do that shit. We got a great, office. we got a great uh, group of people there and it's, it's a great place to work at. So, I mean, 
I know she's going to listen to this. I know Jared is and everybody I work with. Um, so love you all. But that is so... I am an asshole. No, that you're not an asshole. I mean, it's an honest mistake. If anyone knows you, like I know you, you're an idiot. Oh, yeah. And that's, Just give that's me a okay. contract. I'm not going to read it. What do you mean? <laughs> terms and conditions? What the fuck, fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it terms and conditions states if you actually read it and respond, you get a thousand dollars, and you're like, nah, fuck it, just fucking read it. Exactly fuck, fuck that shit. Did you see? So, uh, I I saw it today. Did you see that fucking TikTok with the guy that um he was gonna try to get his um his fishing hook out of a shark's mouth? It was it was a fucking little pup shark, right? A little pup. Yeah. Um, and he had his. He was like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh he just ripped my pinky off. Super calm about it. Did you see that TikTok? Did he did he lose his pinky? Yeah, he was reaching down, went to go grab the, my nose is fucking leaking. Like, I'm crying and my nose is running now. Because <laughs> of that story. <laughs> well, I had bush. You literally, yeah, you, you had bush light come out your nose. Fucking growing an apple It was the condolences. The condolences <laughs> got you. But anyways, he, he reaches down for the hook, right? And then the shark, like, managed to get a hold of his hand and then just started twisting. Oh, I burped. Uh, and started twisting and just ripped his pinky right off. I mean, with that, then I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give a toast to the man who lost his pinky and Miranda's grandpa. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. Uh, sharks, though. I mean, I guess you brought up sharks. It's the greatest season of all. Yeah, One, July twenty fourth. Right, it's July. You know, hell yeah, cancer babies. And then two, Shark Week. I think you should like put a comma <laughs> around that. Like, hell yeah, cancer. Babies. babies yeah yeah not the like, sign not the disease oh man i really hope my child isn't a cancer i'm like Close. so today as we're recording i'm a month away from the due date of this baby and you have, i think six days for it to be a leo in six days it will be a leo because it's the I end of leo. july leos so, are so cool that's They're you so cool. you're a leo you're a cocky asshole I know. I hope I, uh, Lauren was even like, you know what? I think this baby's going to come on your birthday. And I want that so bad. I hate celebrating oh. my birthday. But then you got to celebrate it with your kid. As someone that also had a father in July, oh, yeah. you don't want him on the same day. Same month? Cool. Actually, it runs in our family. We have a tradition of the firstborn is always born in the same month as the father. Okay. Straight so, up. Like my uncle was born in the same month as my grandfather. When was, when was your dad's birthday? My dad's birthday was July 7th. Oh, so you guys are fucking close. So what did you guys do for your, your, your birthdays? Well, we didn't do anything. He's dead. Um, well, no, I'm not saying this year. My condolences. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it was a hard day. This was the first year without him on his birthday. It wasn't Okay, wait, easy. wait, wait, wait. I'm talking about what you did but when you guys from were like, my Oh, yeah. when we were younger? I was going to say my birthday this year. We went up to Put-in-Bay and just got hammered. Um, and I've done that kind of in the past, but for his birthdays in the past, I'd take him to a gun show or we'd shoot or I'd grill out for him, drink some beers or, you know, bourbon and whatever, liquor or whatever, or whatever he want to do. I've even seen a movie with him on his birthday. It's kind of like your day. Do what you want. Have you ever do. gotten your dad trashed? Um, yes. At the Halloween party, my dad got pretty drunk. Yeah. Um, yeah. My dad got pretty drunk at the Halloween parties. He was more of a smoker than a drinker, though. So, oh yeah, I can see that. He had a lot of oh, yeah. uh, cool pipes and collectibles and shit like that. I got a lot of pipes. Um, I don't personally like smoke tobacco pipes, uh, but him and my grandfather both did. But now mm -hmm. I have a lot of them, handmade ones. I got a meerschaum. I guess that's like a lot of money. Meerschaum? What is that? Like a type of wood stone. or soft? It's wood? a type of soft stone. Is what oh. I think. It, it almost looks like ivory. It looks like it's made of ivory. Oh, is that one of the like the lion head ones that you have? Yeah, it's meerschaum. It's really soft stone. <laughs> the way you said it. Yeah. Yeah. But I have like hundreds of them, dude. Hundreds of them. So nice. did what, that's what you do on your birthday. You celebrate what you want to do. And if you have a kid on the exact same day as a father or a parent, you know, you're going to do what the kid wants to do. I don't yeah. want to say I'm selfish, but I want my fucking day. No, I, I, I really honestly like. I didn't. My birthday is August seventh, right? So it's very possible two two weeks fucking away. You know, you and I yeah. are pretty close, close yep. in age, other than a year. But you know, close in age, I, other than a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't like the. I I always forget. Like Lauren brought it up today. She was like, "What do you want for your birthday?" I was like, "A fucking healthy baby." I don't know. Like nothing. Right. 
I just wanted a good time with my friends at Putin Bay, and for the most part, I got that. Like, don't get me wrong. I'd love a DD. That'd be cool. Hey, um, she, well, you got her. She'll do that. Yeah, she can't drink. But uh, yeah, let's just fucking let's hop back into it. Sharks. Yeah, fucking... we kind of got sidetracked. <laughs> well, I was thinking like I got I, I started thinking about babies and I was like, baby shark, do 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 baby, baby shark, shark do do. Right, copyright now. Copyright. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, did you uh, know, like like me, right, with my siblings? You know how us siblings, like you and David, you guys fight all the fucking time, right? Oh, less so now as we're getting older, but as youngsters, yeah, we had full-on fist fights. Yeah. I Did won you know them all, but... Shark embryos? Embryos actually attack each other? That's a shark fact right there, guys. Shark week, July shark 24th. Shark fact. All right. Um, speaking of which, every time we say shark fact, you got to take drink. a drink. Every shark time. fact. Oh, speaking of <laughs> drink. Oh, fuck. Here we go. But no, seriously, sharks are so tough, though, that their embryos are known to attack one another. The largest embryo in a shark litter is known to eat its fellow embryos in an act known as in. um, Try, try to pronounce it. Intruterine, intruterine cannibalism. I, I probably butchered that. It's a long fucking word for me. I'm, I have been pre-gaming. Um, so researchers, though, looked at the phenomenon in sand sharks, noting that while 12 litter mates may start out in the journey, all but one is devoured by the biggest in the pack. The strategy allows the sand tiger sharks to have a much larger babies at birth than other shark species, making the little ones relatively safe from other predators. Now, if you've ever seen a baby sand tiger shark, they are big. pretty big. They are yeah. pretty fucking big. Well, tiger sharks in general are pretty big. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I had what one a... nudge me once and when I was scuba diving. It's not a fun sight. It's terrifying, it's actually. Fucking terrifying. Like when it I was, was. When I was scuba diving and I, so my first time scuba diving, I'm down there and I'm just poking at shit, right? I'm so amused by underneath the water. I'm like 30 meters down and I see this... uh this eel in this little hole and I start poking at it with my poker stick because we were getting spiny lobster <laughs> and I turn around. I just felt like something was looking at me. I turn around and there's a seven, six or seven foot barracuda just looking at me. I'm like, oh, no, oh. that's a whole different ball. Barracuda are terrifying. Like and at least yeah, barracuda have bones. Sharks don't even have bones. Well, my shark my, fact. Shark... <sighs> <laughs> My fucking, uh, my instructor, not my instructor, the fucking captain. He was like, if you ever see anything that looks like it's going to kill you, just blow bubbles. Man, I tell you what, <laughs> that respirator had its fucking day full. I was just blowing. I was blowing so hard. Fucking Caitlyn Jenner would get hard. It was crazy. Oh, God. <laughs> There's so many sharks, too. I love Shark Week. I love all the different documentaries and stories and stuff that they bring out. I mean, obviously, you have the typical ones, like people getting attacked and, oh, God, it's traumatic. But I like sharks don't do that much harm, right? They really don't. They, they help provide a healthy, safe ecosystem. Um, so in the grand scheme of things, not very many people die from sharks. It's more of attacks. They bite and let go. Like if someone dies usually from a shark attack, it's because they bled out, not because they were eaten. Right. So, I mean, you it, remember, it's terrifying. Do you remember what was it? Fucking, uh, it was right after the pandemic started, like the lockdown. They did a special for Shark Week, Mike Tyson oh, versus yes. the sharks. Yes. He had the chain mail on and everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it was obviously all, you know, kind of like fake and stuff. But well, yeah, they, they chum the waters around a, already a shark infested area. And then Mike Tyson just sits there pretending to box a shark. Yeah. Uh, did you know there's sharks where, up where you're at? In Ohio? Yeah, they swim yeah. up the uh, the river, up the uh, the Mississippi, and they bull sharks have been seen yeah. in the Ohio River. Yes. Shark fact. Yeah. I'm not. I Fuck it. Okay, let's do it. I'm right super massive, you. super oh. massive shark fact. Uh, <laughs> I'm not doing it again. I will, we'll call that one and one. But yeah, no fucking. Uh, I remember when I lived in Ohio, they always said the Lake Erie. There was always one. No, not Lake Erie. Least. Not Lake Erie. I don't no know. Way. Well, how are they going to get up? You're going to swim. I guess they'd have to go through the channels and the canals and everything to get up there. And the temperature of that water and it's all fresh water. Like a bull shark, yes, can live in fresh water. But it's been a long time since they found anything, even in the Ohio River up there. So, I mean, and it's usually, I'm pretty sure, for mating purposes, not for 
feeding purposes. I mean, the, the last place I would want to mate is Ohio. So yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Ouch. Wait, <laughs> you were here. No, yeah, I conceived no. down oh. here, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. It, were you? Because weren't you up here around November, October of last year? No, I don't <laughs> sleep with my wife at her parents' house. Oh, she doesn't stay at your place or anything? What are you talking about? Okay, I I'm just asking. No, when we come up to Ohio, we usually stay with the in-laws. Ah. Uh, yeah, no, we don't do that shit. It's too fucking weird. I mean, it is what it is, but back to sharks. <laughs> <laughs> back to shark week. Uh, some of the, the things that pop up, like, we we haven't been around here very long, right? Sharks humans. have been here. Yeah, humans. Humans, yeah. we. Sharks have been here since the dawn of dinosaurs. 455 million years ago, we had sharks, and they're still here. So, I mean, we're li we literally have swimming dinosaurs, and it's awesome. I love sharks. They're so cool. I've actually always wanted to do a great white dive where you, like, have the cage and everything. Like, I've always wanted to see one in its natural element because like you really don't get a sense of how big or massive these creatures really are unless you actually are right there and you're, you're seeing it right and one thing i do enjoy though with the shark attacks and things like that it's, i'm not saying like i enjoy shark attacks but you know they're they're fucking they're not that bad they're not that bad right i mean i mean some can be like you can die from a shark absolutely and if you're in like an area where it's just a swarm of them and some blood comes out like yeah you might you might be a little screwed because like their sense of smell can go for ma -ma 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 miles wait isn't um they actually have a sixth sense did you know that do it's a, their skin and their their uh they're like electromagnetic or, pulses yeah, that's what it is yeah, they they use that to like almost like a sonar kind of, but not really. But no, um, getting back to the shark attacks, like didn't Mike was it Mike? It's not Mike Rowe. Who's the guy that does deadliest catch? Deadliest catch, like the crab fishing? No, deadliest catch, like on TV. You know, remember yeah, the crab fishing? That's what it. Deadliest catch is the crab fishing show. Are you talking about that? Or are you talking about the fishing show where he's like in the rivers? That's river monsters. Yeah, River Monsters. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Didn't That's he do that... an episode where he got in the water and just threw blood in there and was like, see, they don't really do anything? I don't know. Or, I don't know. Am I thinking of something else? I think I might be thinking of something else. I don't know. Yeah. What's your... What's There's this... a lot of... Um, you've, gone, you've gone diving more than I have, right? I've a only lot. Gone I'm twice. sub-certified. So what's... I've done a lot of open water dives. Is there what you would be considered a scariest shark in your eyes? A, a fucking bull shark or a tiger shark, without a doubt. Why? Oh, they're the most aggressive. They're territorial, too. Without a doubt. Oh, no, what about, yeah. What about hammerheads? Are they... Eh, not so much. I mean, the biggest thing is, is also when you're scuba diving and you're down in the water, you're less likely to be attacked versus splashed around up on the top because you're, you're gaining their attention. You're sounding like something in, in stress or you're looking like a seal, like surfers when they're on a board. You know, their fins out. It looks like a seal. Um, so when you're actually down in the water, you're less likely to be attacked when you're scuba diving, but it still happens. It's not, it's not, it still happens. It's not impossible. Um, my favorite scene is why we went to Belize. You know, you've all heard of the blue hole. Um, we, certain times a year, there's the mating season there and the blue, the blue hole has hundreds and hundreds of sharks swimming around it. And it's just the coolest fricking picture. Uh, but all along uh, the Caribbean is shark mating. You have the whale sharks during season that come swimming up right next to the reef uh, through Honduras. Um, but they're, they're is, all they are is giant fucking fish. Is it water temperatures that determine where sharks mate for the most part? Yes. Yeah, for the most part. Obviously, oh. you have the stragglers. Like, look at what we've been seeing with the tracking of the great whites and stuff. We've been seeing some random... I was going to bring that up. Oh, yeah. You've been seeing some random sharks going out into the atlantic deep atlantic and that rarely happens they usually even, stick to the coastlines they're even going up to like greenland iceland yeah type of stuff and i i definitely think of course global warming may be playing a part into that but you know i think it was this is a few episodes ago we talked about uh the missing bull shark or, or not bull shark but great whites yeah like are, I think, are you gonna say it just say it uh, megalodon <laughs> megalodon what would you do how how would that affect and change how we think of our oceans if we found out that there are some megalodon megalodons alive 
I don't know. I mean, if was... They've been around for 255 million years as a species, sharks in general. We have a lot of our ocean we have not explored. A yeah. lot. I mean, there's over 500 different species of sharks that are oh, yeah. on record, right? I mean, right. I don't know if it would change anything, right? Why would it change anything? We've already been operating day to day as we are on the seas. So the one that was cool to me, and people can't explain it, is... Some people say it was orcas or whatnot, but the there was a whale recently that was uh, still alive, but it had a huge, huge. It was a, I think it was either blue whale or sperm whale or some type of a whale, big whale that had a massive chunk taken out of the back near its dorsal dorsal fin. And when they measured it, they estimated that the shark or any creature that did it would have been up to or over forty meters long. That's fucking huge. That's massive. That's, That's a, a big creature. A hundred and no, forty meters. I'm pretty sure it's forty meters. Well, maybe it's forty feet. I'm 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 American. I was but, gonna say that's like a hundred and ten feet, isn't it? Yeah, maybe it's forty feet. Forty I, feet, forty meters, whatever metric system. Shark facts. <laughs> shark facts. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> oh fuck. But regardless, we don't know a lot about it. We're we know more around the space or the space around us than we do about our own oceans. Oh, but there's I'm plenty actually, of sharks facts. There's so many of them. Like, um, female so sharks can reproduce you, without male sharks. Well, that, and do you know what the largest shark is? Let me ask you that. What's the largest shark? It's a whale shark, isn't it? No, no, no. So technically a whale shark is not in the species of sharks. It's a basking shark is the closest in the species of shark. Because whale sharks is almost like that cousin, the branch, where it's mm. like closer to fish than it is to sharks. We just kind of call it it because of what it looks like. Um, but the basking shark is one of the largest direct species of, 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 of sharks. And it's, you know, you can see them in the UK. You know, you shark go fact. out there. Shark fact. Um, you can go out there and, you know, right. You know, there's videos of people flying in helicopters and there's this massive shark. Like, oh, my God, it's a great white. It's like, no. It's a basking shark. Basking sharks are pretty much docile, though, aren't they? Very. They eat like the same thing like whale sharks, like planktons and and small fish and everything else. No, oh, they're pussy sharks. Still terrifying looking creatures, man. Like they are very, very big. And honestly, if you didn't know, and you're like, have you ever seen that video? Right. We've all seen the TikTok where the guy like jumps off a cliff and like as he enters the water with his GoPro, there's literally like a fucking twelve foot great white there. Yes. Yeah, I've seen those videos. There, did you know? Wow, I am slurring now. Statistically, sharks prefer to bite men, and you know why? Testosterone. I don't know why. Well, I mean, women don't really get into the water much. No, seriously. Statistically, yeah. women don't get in the water nearly as much. Yeah, according to National Geographic, all of documented shark attacks since 1580, which pretty good record keeping, 93% have been on males. This is likely due to the fact that most common victims of shark attacks are surfers, swimmers, and fishermen, who are more often male than female. So we need to up that. We need more women getting ripped up by sharks. Yeah, they just uh, have to go in during their time of month. It'll it'll increase. I don't know if that's how that works, but sure. Blood, you know, if you don't wear a tamp, a tampon, and jump in the water, you know, yeah, who knows? I don't. I don't think that's how that. I'm works. actually not having people don't jump in the water on your. On it. No, don't do that. Don't. Just stay out of the water. It's Jaws. Yeah, just actually, I, I'm pretty Don't sure. Don't even take a bath. I'm pretty sure skin eating back or uh, what is it? Flesh eating bacteria is more common to death than shark attacks are. It is. It is. It's what? very rare to be. And you know, it's funny and not funny, but like back in the day when there was a shark attack, we'd go on full on like shark manhunts. Like we'd try to kill as many sharks as possible. And that's just that's just fucked up because they do such great for the ecosystem. They really they, do. They do. They do. They don't even sleep. Shark fact. Shark fact. No, seriously. At all. Oh, I know. Sharks don't sleep at all. Some species have to uh, continue swimming in order to breathe instead of falling into a deep sleep. Shark remains semi-conscious for the most part. Like even uh, the little um, nerf sharks, all they like while they're just laying down there, you know, under the coral and stuff, they're still awake. They're just chilling. I mean, that's kind of like snakes, too. Snakes do the same thing. They don't really sleep. Even when they go into burmation, right? People are like, oh, it's like hibernation. They go to bed because it's cold. No, they're 
they're lowering their metabolic rate and their metabolism and they're staying perfectly still, but they're awake during that whole process. Yeah. I'm looking at, um, I'm looking at sizing right now, Paul, and you know how you said 40 meters. Yeah. I was way off. I know that I, I apologize. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the largest is 55 feet and weighed 25 tons, which That's is still just... a big ass shark. That's bigger than buildings. That's heavier over, than buildings. Overemphasizing how big this thing was. Yeah. Exaggerating. We're, we're not experts. We're just, no, you we're know, just drunk idiots. Drunk idiots. We're drunk discussioning about. So, you know spot. how you talked about those organs, like how they do the electro, tr- what is it? Triceps or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there, you can actually, if you are a scuba diver, I've seen it happen when a dive master would taught us. If you're down there in the water and a shark comes near you, you can actually grab its nose. And touch its nose and it'll move away because it's really sensitive or they're around their eyes too but if you actually want to make a shark go numb you can actually grab it and then tilt it upside down like vertical make them go vertical and they'll go into a transit state and then you can like literally play past the shark with your fellow divers like pass the shark back and forth so you're saying grab its nose flip it upside down vertical. and then toss yeah. it to your friend like yep. a hot potato hot potato the shark so I, I found another fact, which is a little weird. Shark fact. Um, well, a great white, to put it into perspective, when it comes to dicks. Yeah, dicks. Like ma- like like super massive dorks? Yeah, yeah. It, no, massive cocks. Um, oh, yeah. a, mag- a dork is for whales. That's right. So sharks don't count. A great white mm-hmm. is about the size of a megalodon's cock. Wow, that's a big shark. That's a big cock. That's, yeah, well, nice cock. <laughs> nice cock. Here's uh, my thing, though. If I'm in the ocean, I'm not scared of a shark as more as I am scared of an orca or a killer whale. Yeah, but you're never really going to be diving where they're at, right? Never know, man. Those guys are all the way in South Africa now. You have them in South Africa around the tip where they're actually scaring great whites around Cape Horn away. Like they're all over. There are orcas all over the world, all over the world. They're not just like, oh, they're in Alaska only. Like, no, they're everywhere. I, I don't know. Like, do you think there's a time and this is we're just going off on a tangent at this point? Tangent. But, uh, yeah. Do you think that it's possible at one point we're going to start having them in the Gulf? What, like orcas? Orcas, killer whales, yeah. Um, I mean, it's possible. You're looking it up, aren't you? Yeah, I am. <laughs> yes. Sharks can be as small as a goldfish, as a shark fact. Shark fact. Um, a dwarf lantern shark is hardly one of the fiercest creatures you picture when you hear the word shark. This odd animal is near the northern coast of South America, grows to six inches in length. I've got a um a, a megalodon cock the size of a Sir, sir, I'm about to blow your fucking mind right now. You live no. in Florida, right? Yeah. You live in Florida. There is estimated to be around 277 orcas living in the Gulf and North Line all the way to the Florida Keys. I'll be fucking damned. Told you. They're just they're what they wolves. know of. They're, they're the sea wolves. That's what they are. That's crazy. What's even worse is then you have false killer whales, which are in the same direct family, and they can even breed together, and they're bigger. And they run, they run in pods as well. They're just all black. No, like, white. And so they're, just... stri- they're, they're full thug, then. Not half thug. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but they're technically all porpoises in a sense. Yes, they're a porpoise. My condolences. <laughs> my, my condolences. You know what the oldest shark is? Oh, uh, isn't that the Greenland shark? No, the well, yeah, the goblin shark. The goblin shark. Yeah. Same oh, thing. that's different. No, no, no. The goblin shark's different than the Greenland shark. So, how old does the goblin shark live? Well, I mean, there's a shark that's 120 million years old, and that's what they say is the goblin. So I'm guessing, like, they oh, say species that. species-wise. Yeah, I thought you sp- meant, like, per shark average lifespan. Per shark average lifespan, it's the, it's the Greenland shark because they, they can slow their metabolic rate. They don't swim fast, and they're in super cold waters. So they live, like, five, six hundred years. That's fucking crazy. There's um, five, six hundred years. 
Yes. So I'm seeing that a shark's vertebrae tells you its age, right? Um, so sort of like how um, most species like of fish, you can count the rings on a calcium structure in their ears. That doesn't work on sharks. So recently, scientists have been using a method of determining shark age by using a radiocarbon timestamp found in the vertebrae of sharks um, left over from a nuclear bomb testing in the 1950s and 60s. Well, so you know what's crazier? Listen to this one. There was a dead Greenland shark that was caught or found on the in Greenland like last year, right? That was dated at almost 600 years old, right? Mm -hmm. Think about that. So 600 years ago, this motherfucker was alive and like Christopher Columbus was on the ocean. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Or, you know, around that time period. But get that's dumb. Like we were we didn't have motors. We were using sails to power us. Yeah, I wonder, do you think people in Atlantis had to worry about sharks? Oh, we're going to go to Atlantis. No, yeah, it's I'm funny, not... actually. We had a, a questioner, a lady uh, and gentleman, ask us if we're going to ever talk about Atlantis. And I know we've kind of skipped over it briefly. A lady um, and a gentleman. Huh? A lady and a gentleman. So like, shout out to Sarah from Missouri and Joshua from Massachusetts. But they both asked similar, not exactly. I'm not going to read exact questions. Uh Pretty much, are you guys ever going to talk about Atlantis? And then I think one of the other questions from one of them, because I'm not going to pull it up right now, but I can, is like, do you think they'll ever make a live action Atlantis movie? I'll tell you what, I definitely found out I was straight from watching Atlantis. The movie? cartoon. Yeah. 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 The little hair flip. The, the Pocahontas chick. The, the native, native the Atlantean. Native Atlantean. She That's becomes enough. a goddess. I mean, I would one. Let's go to the movie thing. Yes, I would hope that they would eventually make an Atlantis movie. Don't um, they just on, call that Avatar? No, it's not the same. Not this one's on a planet far, far away. The other one's right here, potentially. You know, potentially. I would love an Atlantis live action movie. It was such a good movie and so underrated then. I feel like if we were to find the city, the lost city of Atlantis, as they put it, it would be ruins. It, it you wouldn't even find it. I, there's so much sediment that's being pushed into the well, sea and see, stuff like that. It'd be covered. You you say that, but stone and like these we have cities in China and around Malaysia that have been underwater for thousands of years, and they're better preserved than most temples or structures. So if we do find it, it would be probably better preserved. But I do agree with the levels of sediment that you're getting at, like sand and sediment move constantly especially atlantis when described by plato um i think he wrote it what 2400 years ago um, uh acropolis hill yeah about 2400 years ago it was near a delta so it wasn't like far off it was like through the st the straits of gibraltar uh into the atlantic but it was the most modern you know theologists and, and archaeologists guess that it would probably be more towards like the you know north africa past the Gibraltar Strait um, if there was going to be one. And if there was, we probably would have found it now because that's like the most heavily, you know, looked at area for where it would be. It's not like, oh, it's in the Bermuda Triangle. Like, no, no civilization at that time period was going to make that kind of a trek across open ocean. And it's just not happening. Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing that the lost city of Atlantis, as far as like location wise, there's four air quote possible locations some are saying right. spain off the coast of africa greece and cyprus yep. but you know this article i mean itself came out actually uh fuck a tit 2015 right. so it's kind of one of those things like they're saying that they've used sonar they've used all these uh, satellite imagery to find all of these different man-made, if you will, structures in these four areas. But why haven't more information come out on them? It's, it's so kind of where I'm at. a lot of people go, because Plato was a writer, right? Yeah. Um, they wrote, he, he ex, ex, elaborated on, you know, the theologian wars, you know, the battle of, of you know, Greece versus uh, Troy, which some people until recently, we still didn't believe that we found the lost city of Troy. So um, a lot of people think that it's more like a storytelling to promote the strength of the Mediterranean and the, the, the strength of Greece. But um, 
The biggest thing is, is why they think it was more towards Africa is when he did write about it, that they had 10,000 chariots, large number of bulls and elephants and no civilization, even into Spain or Cyprus at the time had elephants. Like we have to remember, like elephants were such a big deal, even during, you know, the conquest of Alexander, when he first came into them, they were a whole new creature in a sense. Um, so it was you, you more than likely it was going to be closer towards Africa as a civilization. Um, but they do credit that Carthage uh, and the city of Carthage took the idea of their multi-tier system for ships into their center of their city from Ath or from Atlantis. So they're saying what, 9,000 to 10,000 years ago, the city of Atlantis kind of existed, right? Is that what they're going with? Oh, no. I mean, it's written about 2,400 years ago, and Plato said that he went there. So I don't Plato know towed was... the story of Atlantis around th uh, 360 BC and claimed that Atlantis yep. fell 9,000 years before. Most yep. of the scholars believe that Atlantis was a fictional creation of Plato's two illustration uh, of his philosophical fucking shitballs uh, beliefs. Others believe that the story is rooted in fact and refers to an advanced society of uh, Minoans that lived on the island of Santor Santor Santorini. Santorini. 3, yeah, 3,600 years ago. Santorini is located in the Aegean Sea near Greece. The Minoans uh, disappeared after the island was severely damaged by volcanic eruptions and tsunamis. Wow, that's a math yep. mouthful. But that a was lot in, of earthquakes. Uh, I mean, you have to realize during the, the Bronze Age there was a lot of seismic activity in the in into that region. Um, you had you know the Minoans. You had the um, you know large what we consider modern day start of civilization, mm -hmm. uh, large civilization other than the Egyptians in that area, uh, kind of collapsed. Um, and he was well after that. So I mean, again, he he talked about the the theologian wars. And he wasn't alive for that. He wasn't alive for, for that or any of these. So it was more people believe that he was doing a vast storytelling. But at the same point, we have found out the word of mouth is a powerful thing. Uh, will it be changed over the centuries? Yes, but we are good at passing along stories and legends. Um, so do I think things were twisted? Yeah, I don't. Do I think it was through the Straits of Gibraltar and boom, there was Atlantis? Like no. Uh, was it probably just a civilization that was, you know, towards Sicily or into Greece that was on a small island and it was just well developed at the time? Yeah. And then uh, over the years, it kept this little story like the fish, right? You catch a fish and it's, oh, it's this big. And the next time you tell it, oh, it's this big. And it just keeps growing and growing. Um, so I, I don't think the city of Atlantis was as as advanced as we say it is today, because we would have definitely seen some some type of ruins because we've scanned a lot of our ocean in the Mediterranean a lot. Yeah. I mean, even, I mean, we're not talking about the deep stuff, but some people are even saying that the lost city of Atlantis, um, there was a Thanius Kircher in nine or in 1669, he made a map and he put Atlantis in the middle of the Atlantic ocean. The map is oriented at the sub, uh, with the South at the top. So I'm looking at this upside down is is where i'm going at with here but um yeah i mean the idea of atlantis the lost island is more or less a subcontinent yeah um not just a city just a floating city right it's an actual right sub a continent Place. if you will yeah, yeah a country a floating country yeah. which could have been a very large island like sicily or you know cyprus or greenland you know yeah i don't know about greenland that's a little far north well no we i'm did, saying again, like size I wouldn't even say the size of Greenland. That was that's way too big. And even geo like what is it? Not the geography, but like um what is it called when you study like the earth and the layouts of the earth? Like the whatever. We would geography? have seen something not not the Wait, like what? locations, but like where you can see the topographic mountains. Yeah, topographical maps. And we have yeah. see we can see something like that if it was underwater. Um but I mean, nope. again, that was if it was that long ago, so much has changed. Sediment would be moved. I mean, I don't I mean, know. Just look at Pompeii, right? I mean, it was buried under large amounts of sediment. I mean, stuff like that. And, and you're talking 10,000 10, years, though, right? I, I mean, that wasn't 10,000 years ago. No, I, I that was I during the Romans. I understand that. I'm saying yeah. if the, the lost air quote city of Atlantis was uh, 10,000 years ago. A lot fucking changes in a hundred years. A lot changes in five hundred years. A lot changes. I mean, and fuck. If, 
we did find it years ago. You know? If we did find it and they were as advanced as we said, they would be the, the, the oldest, most advanced civilization to ever exist on this planet that we know of. Because that outdates the Egyptians, that out, outdates, uh, you know, Gebekli Tepe, Stone, Stonehenge, everything. Everything that we know as uh, on modern uh, anthropology would be flipped on its head, which it constantly does. That's what I love about the topic and the topic of us is because as we dig, we learn more. Oh, here we go. Giggity. Shark facts. Uh, in the book, meet me in the Atlantis across three continents in search of the legendary lost city. What a fucking mouthful for a fucking book. Don't ever, ever name a book that long. Mark Adams explains how otherwise unremarkable Greek legend became so uh, widely known. It was due to a Minnesota man named Ignatius Donnelly. He was born in 1831 and he lived till 1901. Decent lifespan for that that time. Donnelly was a congressman and amateur historian who claimed in his 1882 book, The Antediluvian World, and I pronounced that correctly, suck a cock, that all great advances in civilization and technology could be traced back to the long lost island mentioned by Plato. But Donnelly went uh, beyond merely popularizing Plato's story. He added some of, some of his own air quote facts and ideas that have become part of the Atlantis myth. So a lot of the myths that you're hearing about the lost city of Atlantis could be correlated to Donnelly himself. Right. Um, so Donnelly promoted what is now called diffusionism, the idea that all great cultures can be traced back to a single source. And with that, I am going to go ahead and take a shot, take a piss. We'll be right back. Hopefully that was a solid pee for you. Good stream. No, it, was, it, was, it was fucking as solid as it could be. I almost blew a fucking hole in that porcelain. Uh, but yeah, anyways, so Adams describes Donnelly as the first great Atlantis fundamentalist in that he believed that Plato's story was factually accurate outside of the supernatural elements like Poseidon. So you're looking at a little bit of the mythology aspect could be correlated back to this Donnelly guy on, you know, these myths. So I think that's, that's, that's cool. the thing when you, we always hear about it, it was like they had similar gods as the Greeks. And during that time period when Plato was alive, we saw a massive Greek expansion. And, you know, and even just a little bit after him during, you know, the, uh, you know, the Alexander the Great and how far it gotten, you know, it just makes it too far fetched because in my mind personally, like even the Minoans didn't believe the same gods as the later Greeks um, or the, you know, Phoenicians or any of them, like there, there was definitely major differences between their theology. So that just makes me believe it was more of a story from, from, from Plato than anything. Would it be cool as hell if we actually had find a lost city like that or a lost civilization might not be called even Atlantis, but yeah, it would be cool. So when was, uh, give me a time frame on Plato. When was he around? So he was just before uh, he was one of he was actually I believe one of the trainers or um, um, what is it philosophers that helped train um, Alexander the Great. Okay, so we're dealing with what time frame? Like a year? Give me oh, a, like uh, three hundred BC. Okay, so you're taking Donnelly, who has gone ahead and said we've got this on top of Plato, right? And then you've got Plato, who's probably gotten his stuff off of one other person right so i think what we can extrapolate from this is you've got storytellers that have gone ahead and said okay we'll throw in a little bit of our mix of whether that be greek mythology or that right. be um uh, you know uh, what what's so, you got? Uh, no i was just i was just going into it so it was about the fifth century bc okay um, bc so like before common era is what we say bc is before you know, before Christ, but the new. So we're talking BCE, what two thousand years before fucking uh, Donnelly. <clears throat> yeah, well, Donnelly is more recent, obviously. Yeah, yeah that was eighteen hundreds, so about two thousand years. Well, twenty one hundred yeah. years. About right? forty. I think he was born when they write what they estimate is like uh, four twenty eight BCE, and then he died in like three forty seven BC BCE. So you go okay. down in time closer to to one. Um, right, but yeah. Okay, so you got 2,000 years of a story that's advanced a little bit, right? And each, you know, time frame that you have a storyteller that plays a part into it, it gets more complex, the city of Atlantis itself. However, um, you know, it, it kind of, it, it definitely shows you that the whole telephone effect is at play here, right? 
he's playing off of the story of Plato. Donnelly is right. Plato is telling off of the story of, um, you know, the, the Minolo, what, what was it? The Minoans? Minoans. But the thing is, yeah. is that we, people don't realize, again, I'm saying, talking about the, the Greek expansion, like Plato, uh, you know, was a philosopher and then his philosopher or student after him was Aristotle. Aristotle was a philosopher. And then they're, you know, they taught like they were teachers, right? Philosophers at the time, they were teachers. So they had large classrooms. They talk, uh, teach, you know, language and arts and, and theories and, and myths and legends, um, cause that was, you know, learning. And they also, Alexander the Great was one of the students. So he was, he hears these stories of the Trojan war and how the, you know, great Achilles and, and Greek pride. And that's how Greece, you know, he had this idea of expanding Greece and going into Persia and, you know, avenging his father and what his father could never do. So then you see this Greek influence just take a major leap again. And this isn't the first time they've done it before into the Mediterranean on a larger scale. Yeah, I'm looking. The Crete is the largest and most populous of the Greek islands, the 88th largest island in the world and the fifth largest island in the Mediterranean Sea. So some people are saying that um, it is only recently that some archaeologists have begun to believe that the legend may have started on Crete, right? So you have Crete starting in... You know, you have a Greek mythology playing into the part of a lost city. So is Greek mythology then kind of based off of the lost city of Atlantis? Or is that a stretch? It's a stretch. I mean, uh, the religion, especially in the mythology in those days, go hand in hand and stretch over time. So you have to think you had the the Phoenicians, you had the Minoans, you had uh, the 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 people of Rhodes and all throughout Greece and that that area uh, believe in similar, not the exact same, but similar gods. And then it translated even to later time until after Alexander into the Roman period, where the Romans believed in similar gods, like their god. Um, you know, there you had Zeus, but then you also had like Jupiter and Mars and Mercury, which we've named our planets after. Um, which were also had similar powers and similar abilities. Like one was the God of the ocean. One was the God of the sun, you know, similar to Apollo. Like these all coexist into the same thing. Like religion over time has always metamorphosizes itself. It changes, but it kind of keeps the same kind of basis. Um, and the same thing goes even with modern religion and Abrahamic religions. So, I mean, religion as us over time, we change it. Us as us as humans change it to fit our needs. That would make sense. So an article I'm reading off of PBS says that 5,000 years ago, the Minoans, which mm -hmm. are technically Europe's first great civilization, if you will, yep. flourished at the island of Crete. The sophisticated inhabitants, I'm slurring again, uh, shark facts. Shark facts. Wait, actually, I got to grab a beer. <laughs> but yeah, so they they stopped um, not wait, really wait, 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 I grabbed a beer. I grabbed a beer. Hold on. Uh, the sophisticated inhabitants named after the legendary keen minnows which is where the yes um, minoans comes from uh, uh is where the first europeans used uh to use a written language known as so, linear a so here's the thing the thing is people are like how is that possible when they were around so long and then, then you think of mennonitis as the king that's in the involved in the battle of troy it's because we think modern day philosophers or theologians and modern day you know anthropologists believe that it's kind of like with the egyptians that when you were king you were called that title so like all their kings were called that so it's not like he lived for a thousand years it's like each new king took that name took that title like caesar kaiser like that too um but the thing is is what most people believe is when they crash we talked about how you know um they had the bronze age collapse which when we had these big seismic activities, change, massive changes in weather, massive droughts that literally crumbled massive major civilization, modern civilization at that time and advanced civilization at the time. Uh, a lot of people believe that the Minoans ganged together with a lot of pirates, people from Sicily, areas of Sicily and Cyprus and all these islands. And then they, they were actually the ones that were called, quote unquote, the sea people that sacked Egypt. 
and destroy so, Egyptian and, dynasty. And I, I'm glad you're talking about this because I'm literally reading as you're talking right now. Um, so going back to the written language known as Linear A, society of a highly cultivated artisan and extremely skilled civic engineers, the Minoans were excellent shipbuilders and sailors, and their maritime empire was so vast it uh, rivaled that of the ancient Egyptians. They were also uh, ignomatic, I'm fucking fucked, uh, people worshiping... This, yeah, shark fact. Worship. God damn it. All right, one second. Worshiping snake priestesses and engaging in human sacrifice with the origins not linked to Europe as expected, but to ancient Iran, which may explain why they were so different from the Greeks who rose to power after them. Their yes. practices gave rise to the Greek myths about the Minotaur, the half man, half bull that ate human flesh in his forbidden labyrinth. But inexplainably, at the height of their power, the Minoans were wiped from the pages of history. The reason for their disappearance has perplexed historians for generations. Until now. The island of Santori, 70 miles north of Crete, was home to the wealthy Minoan seaport of Akatori, a place where the wall paintings discovered portrayed their landscape with happy animals and farmers harvesting saffron. But the Minoans had built their prosperous city on the most dangerous islands on Earth, next to the volcano. You know what it is, Paul? The name of the volcano? Yeah. Thera. Uh, Thera, yeah, yeah. Yeah, almost like Athena, your dog. Yeah. Around 1600 BC, Akatori was shaken by a violent, uh, violent earthquake. Sometime later, the uh, uh, eruption occurred. The Theran eruption was one of the largest uh, human in history, blasting more than 10 million tons of ash, gas, and rock 25 miles in the atmosphere. We get it. <laughs> I know, I know. I just, I get excited. I, I, I Tell me about it. This is my this part of favorite thing. I love... The story, uh, especially ancient civilizations. It's crazy uh, one of my how it favorite topics into what, what is connects. known as. There's more yeah. connection. So, like the biggest thing that I always like is like you were talking about the priestesses. They were one of the first civilizations where they didn't have kings; they had queens. They didn't have pictures of kings and elaborate things like the kings. The men were out working the fields. The ones that were painted white and pale were the, shown as queens that were inside all day and being lavish. Well, the Egyptians also worship queens, uh, right? Well, there were ones here and there. Their pharaohs varied, but a bit based on their religion. So, I mean, a pharaoh in, in Egyptian eyes was a deity, a god. Like, their god, or the god at the time, came back and operated that being as like a... I don't want to say a skin suit, like a puppet. Like, that was... They are connected. Uh, and they kind of believe similar things. Um, but Regardless, like it was a different type of pagan religion that spread, and they believe it also came from like from Turkey or the Middle East as well during the Fertile Crescent. I mean, that's where civilization in its whole kind of that started. You have ancient Babylon or fucking, you know, all these massive old um, sites, which I wish we could do some more archaeology there. If there wasn't just so much war in that region, the amount of information that we could see to this day from these sites um would tell us a lot because there okay. are i mean we can't there and the worst part is is you have some of these groups that are so i'll just say strenuous in their faith they're actually destroying these historical monuments because they don't align that's the old gods and or with them and it just it crushes me because we're not going to learn about us as a, as a human race if we don't have those things it's like when we burn our information like at alexandria or baghdad it sets us back. It, it it sets us back as a, as a whole. It's kind of crazy though that even though they're completely separated from South Af or South Africa, South America, where the Mayans did, uh, you know, I mean, we've all seen the movie. Um, you and I Aztec. watched it while we were here, Paul. Um, it's a it's the movie, the Mayan movie where they killed people. Um, wow, I am blanking right now. Apocalypse, people are, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, Apocalypto. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, a way yeah, different yeah. time period, too, though. No, it is. It's all but off it's, by thousands of years. It's still crazy, though, that human sacrifice has been nonstop, even oh, yeah, yeah. no matter Absolutely. where it's Absolutely. It's always been a thing because you're sacrificing not just humans, but animals, things to the gods. I mean, it was it was pagan rituals. It was different. When you when you hear paganism, it doesn't mean necessarily sacrifice either. It just means a religion outside of the main five. Um, so there's thousands of religions there has been and always are. So, I mean, it's cool to see the connecting dots. Yeah. But I'm, I hate when people are like, oh, it's aliens. It's aliens. There are only pyramids on all continents because it's aliens. It's like, no, it's, it's kind not. 
I, I do. Um, and this is a spoiler. If you haven't seen Thor love and thunder, speaking of which Paul, um, and this is kind of the tangent before we call it a day. Um, what did you think of Thor love and thunder? I yeah, wanted it to too. be longer. I liked it. Seven out of 10. I'll watch it again, but I want to see the full thing. You motherfuckers like four hours yeah. or an hour and a half. Wasn't a lot. The four hour cut is what I want to see. It was definitely rushed. I do like though how they portrayed the sun god, how they portrayed um sun god, you mean Zeus, the god of lightning and all No, 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 the sun god in the beginning when Gore Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was like fucking human sacrifices, man. It's I'm tired of people no longer doing it. And uh yeah, I just kind of played a part into the whole god worshiping, butchering human civilization for the gods. You're really I kicking was... the ass if that's how it really was. <laughs> There will be more. Be there was more before you. There'll be more after you. Fuck you. Yeah. No. But I was oh, mad no. how they portrayed Gore in that. It, it, they did him so weak off. I thought he would I be know. a little bit stronger. Like in the beginning. The Necrosword is. That's not the Necrosword. I'm sorry. In comics, that's not the Necrosword. No, it's not. It's not. The Necrosword is the first symbiote ever. Think about that. The first Venom Carnage. Like that was the yeah. Necrosword. The first symbiote. I, I thought it was a decent movie. It was good comedy. And I'm glad. So somebody that is a huge Marvel fan, probably like bigger than me. Yeah. Bigger than me told me he was like, look, dude, I know you're into it. You really have to go into this with the thought of. um, It's not like my comics. No. Uh, who's the rock man that's played by Takeda Wahidi? Why am I? Blanking? Oh, um, um, Korg. Korg. Yeah. He's like, look, dude, this is how you have to think about it. Imagine the entire movie is Korg telling a story. And it will make sense. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that makes sense. I think that's why they started off with him. But I mean, get back to it. I mean, I like how they bring the gods back into it because gods, those gods, you know, the, the ancient mythology gods were in Marvel. They had Zeus, Hercules, Apollo. Um, they had all of these gods, Athena, all of them into it. And it's cool to see them bring them in. But can Marvel, <clears throat> can you do me a favor and bring in X Men for fuck's sake? I mean, they did. They brought Pro uh, Professor Xavier in. In a multiverse movie, I want them in it. I know that Miss Marvel's uh, the one of the first ones, but like, what if? Come on. What if the next Deadpool is the bridge? I would love that. Yeah, they so bought it from Fox. Like Fox, you had your chance. You fucked up the X Men. Let Marvel fuck it up now. I'm. I. Uh, this is a unpopular opinion when it comes to the Marvel universe, but I am really happy. That they have allowed Sam Raimi, um, Takeda Wahidi, these directors actually put their their love and thought into these movies. Like that was yeah. kind of the beginning. Like this phase one through three was really just a cut and dry Marvel Cinematic Universe, Rooster Brothers, um, and why am I blanking on Happy's name? Who plays Happy? You know what I'm talking about? An Iron Man. He was a director for the Iron Man movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Feige? No. Yeah, um, Kevin Feige. Yeah, it was a Kevin Feige, Russo brother, pretty much cut, cut and dry type of style. I enjoyed it. I really did a lot. But I, I am excited to see these new directors. Not, I wouldn't even say new directors. Sam Raimi has been around for a while. But, but I would uh, love for them to bring in, you know, like they did in the comments, like, uh Atlantis or the you know Olympia and like they all of these you know mythologies and theologies back into it cuz like I want to see think? Hercules Hercules in the comics is a fun fun fucking character he knocks the fuck out of the Hulk dude like what do you mean I think as they bring these in I think we could have a hell of a fucking DC and Marvel crossover yeah, with... I don't think that'll ever happen what? You're not going to have DC Marvel crossover never I don't happen. know. I, no. I think we might no, 10 years from now. it's not going to happen. Why, uh, why wouldn't we? we have it's, it's not. No. All right. Well, suck a cock. I think it I, might happen. Well, the pro here's the thing is there's too many characteristics uh, and characters in general that share likeness to yeah, each other that they could never do that. Like Shazam. Like, yeah. A little, little bit crossover. And Green Lantern. And Green Lantern, similar things yeah. and that. And like Superman is a crossover like we have people that are similar in strength similar abilities can fly can shoot lasers all that shit i mean they kind of copied off each other for years so like oh that's a good one i'm gonna do something just like it just tweak the name and tweak the way it looks you know yeah it's i don't think that'll happen but i do want more mythology because the, the mythologies around the world they're so cool 
Like I love how the in the new Thutlor and Thump they had that. They had all of these gods in the arena, right? That's awesome. You know, I'm with you there. I am definitely with you there, Paul. Um, I wanna I wanna wish you a happy birthday. It's belated by a week on this. I you know I wished you it on text, but happy birthday. And shark fact, did you know shark mate? At their birthplace, isn't that fucking nuts? They're like, you most, know what? Most fish do, and in that sort, salmon do the same thing. Uh, eels, we believe eels do the same thing. So, I mean, that makes sense. I would, I wouldn't guess, I would have guessed that. But here's another cool sh- shark fact. Um, <laughs> you know how we only have, you know, two sets of teeth. If we lose them, you know, you lose them. Sharks constantly regrow them over their lifetime. If they lose it, a new one takes its place. I did read a, a shark fact. Of what? I'm drinking. Oh, you're you're supposed to say shark fact, but. Shark uh, fact. <laughs> That literally the ocean's floor is generally just shark teeth. Yeah, no, there's also shells. I mean, I get it. There's a lot of them because, you know, they shed them and keep going. And whales do the similar things too. But um, the ocean floor is not just shark teeth. There's sedimentary rock and coral. Yeah. And I mean, the parrotfish down there, right near you in the Florida Keys, that they oh, literally yeah. make islands because they eat the coral and shit sand. Parrotfish are fucking cool looking fish though, and I would think they they're delicious, but I'm sure they're not. They eat straight just dead coral. No way in hell. Yeah, no, they're not like a sheep's head. They have the same like body style and the, as the a sheep's beak, head. The way it is, it's hard. It's a cruncher yeah. to destroy shit. But yeah, no sheep's head. That's that's poor man's lobster. It's so good. It's sweet meat. What's the other one? It's sheep's head and another one that are like they call it poor man's lobster. There's another one that also uh, eats the. I texted uh, you too. Pig pigfish. No, I don't know, something like that. What is something along those lines? Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this Shark Week episode. I don't know what we're going to call this. We're going to call this Out for Blood. Out for Blood. Shark fact. Shark uh, fact. Thank, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to Drunk Discussions podcast. Today it was Paul and I. Uh, I. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, you can shove the concerns up your ass, but you can send us your questions and comments to drunkscussion.crew at gmail.com. You can also find us wherever we are on social media. That'd be Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, you name it. Fuck it. Who cares? Uh, Paula, go for it, All champ. Right, so we're working out the details, guys. We're figuring out how all three of us can be on a live together uh, on which platform we want to do for this giveaway. So once we figure this out, I mean, worst case scenario, it might be just me and Logan. I had to say it to tell you, Connery, but like we're trying to figure out how we can do this, whether it be Twitch, TikTok, Facebook, whatever. But once we figure it out, hopefully this coming Friday, after our podcast shoot, we're going to be doing our live and we're going to be doing a giveaway. So everyone inside the comments will be writing down your names after we do a, sh- a raffle. And we got, like I said, hoodies, shorts, T-shirts, a backpack, stickers, just cool stuff that everyone's bought and that we I had to dish out my own money as well to do it. So once we go ahead and let you guys know, we're going to be putting it on all of our platforms and you guys can tune in. So thank you so much. Sorry, Miranda as well. And Shark Fact. Shark Fact.